Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back to another episode of Stoppage Time TV. Live in the flesh, live and direct, direct in the flesh. You already know what time it is. Before we go any further, make sure you like, 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 like. Notifications on. Go and tap that right now. Make sure as you're coming in, as people are coming in, go and tell them. The game's finished. Come and get involved. We've got a lot to talk about. The free lines are roaring. Orange is orange in. There's a lot to get into, man. Orange, orange, orange. Don't feel that Orange. We're moving in silence this tournament. Man said moving in silence. Man brought back an old one. That's too funny. But listen, man, of course, got FDD, culture, cams, myself, Maiwa. And yeah, man, Qatar from afar is back. <laughs> but, um, let's get into it, man. England, three, Wales, nil. Comprehensive win. Of course, the massive, massive talking point, of course, was who's going to start? Rotation. Phil Foden, Handel. Rashford came in, and I don't think Rashford is a name that a lot of people spoke about, but as is this season, quietly going about his business. I mean, as the United fan can, talk to me about Rashi, Big Rash. This is someone that you've said that, you know, has bundles of ability and is a big game bully, but but talk to me about that performance. What does that, what does that mean for that game and potentially the rest of the tournament? To be honest, for me... I actually don't even think Rashford had that much of a great game. I actually think um, if the first half, he was poor, bro. Like, giving the ball away, he should have finished the first chance. I don't think he was playing at the best of his ability. Do you get where I'm coming from? I think he could have played a lot better. Um, obviously, the goal came, but Danny Ward, man, I tweeted, You're feed- he's feeding Rashford. You know, Rashford's fed the nation. Time for Rashford to get a little bit of joy back. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So... Danny Ward said, hey, you hungry? Fair enough, I'll feed you. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So Rashford ate off that. The free kick, really and truly, Danny Ward should be saving. And the second goal, he should be saving. I don't think Rashford played great. You know, performance is important. Talking about performance, goals are going to happen. You know, you can score goals, man. Performance levels are important. I don't know if he played good enough for Southgate to, what should I say, like in the next game to be like, do you know what? Um, it's going to be, what's his name? Raheem Sterling. I mean, him ahead of Raheem Sterling. I don't think Gareth Southgate is going to have enough faith in that. You know what I'm trying to say? But I think it was a good performance. I think it was a good, decent performance. Your name's on the score sheet, but all around, I don't think it was some vintage Rashford performance. You know what I mean? I've seen that. I'm I'm so sorry about flipping. Someone said that FTBO need to expense you. <laughs> New wife. <laughs> New York. New York, yeah. man. New York. How about Foden, though? Because obviously that was another uh, name that came to the side. That was the one that the nation was screaming about. And that's one of your yeah. technical security. Foden, that's one of your technical security ballers. How, how about that? 
from your perspective? I think Foden was okay. I still think Foden should be playing inside. I think he should be playing in, in midfield. I don't think he's a right winger. I don't think, again, another one where I think, is Gareth Southgate really going to tr um, trust playing Foden in the next game? I don't know. I don't think he will. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But I think Foden should be playing in midfield. There was a run that he did in the middle. That's where, that's the best position for Foden to play. I'm not a fan of him out wide for England. Yes, you can do it for Pep Guardiola when you're playing with all these supreme footballers and you're going to have 92% possession. But when it's England, it's a little bit different. I look at England like, I look at England very much like how Oli, how it used to be with Man United and Oli. When you watch England, it's very much like the old Man United, honestly. And you're going to have to rely a lot on individual brilliance. And it's hard to just be, you don't want to be, what's the word? You don't want to have to be relying on that, saying, oh, Foden, dig us out of something. No, you want to have good performance. So I don't know, man. I, th I don't, I think he was good. I'm happy he got his goal, 100%. But I don't think he should be playing right wing for the country, bruv. No, I hear it. This is probably one to, to bring you in on. Um, it's a super chat as well. We're not singing the super chat. We're not the sync. The the, the <laughs> lag is gonna make it. For, <laughs> it's gonna sound like there's reverb. But Ash Ah has said, "Who starts left wing ten and right wing for us? For him, Rashford left wing, third and ten, Saka right should be nailed on. And he's saying Kane should rise. Can't even stat pad these days." But based on what you've seen in the first three games where we've had a, a soccer brace, Sterling got um, his goal, Rashford came with his performance today, Foden's been in the fold and everything, Benham's played in a slightly higher role. Against the Senegal team who are AFCON champions, you know, qualified for the, um, for the knockout stage for the first time in 20 years since they beat France in 2002. If you know, you know. Who, like, who do you think should be... Who should be the attacking quartet for England in that game? For me, I think exactly he's hit the nail on the head there, in my opinion. I think I'd go with Rashford, especially having the momentum coming off the bench in the first game, scoring the two today gives him that kind of confidence where you think, do you know what, is this kind of a moment and momentum there for him to kind of take it. I think Foden has shown today, I think, a prime example of why he's key to this team. I think... This team lacks someone who can kind of keep the ball in tight spaces and kind of create something out of nothing. And I think Foden does that perfectly. Saka, he's proven himself at both tournaments, I feel like. And he's just continuing kind of the form that he's doing there. And Kane, listen, first player, I think, since David Beckham to get three assists in a World Cup. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's even though he's not scoring, he's still kind of contributing. And I think that today to Foden today was... The assist, sorry, was quality, in my opinion. So, even though he's not scoring, I'm glad he's still contributing. I'm sure he'll want to get his goal as well. But I've said, with England, he needs to stay in that box if he wants to be as dangerous as he can. Like, that's... The higher up the pitch he is, the more dangerous he is. This dropping deep stuff for England, it doesn't work the same because you don't have Sun. Saka doesn't right. want to get in behind. Sterling doesn't want to get in behind. Even Rashford, although sometimes they will, Rashford probably more so... But Rashford isn't always starting for England when Kane is there. So this dropping deep idea, for me, I think it's the thing where he's captain. Gareth kind of gives him the leeway to, you know, if you can read the game out there, go and drop deep and pick it up in spaces. But I don't think, I think it's detrimental to the team. And I think... How about in, terms of, work, hmm? in terms of like today, like the chance that Cam said Rashford should score, that came from Kane dropping deep. The question I ask both of you is, if you've got a Foden who occupies those spaces... Can yep. you have yep. Foden and Kane operate in the and same side? So if you play with that <laughs> that three behind Kane there, you've got Foden in the Saka on the right and then Rashford on the left. You've got 
Rashford who can run in behind eight if Kane does drop deep. But then for me, if you've got Foden naturally there feeding Kane and you tell him, do not drop, bro, you can get your goals. It's easy. It's less work for you. And Kane but has shown in previous years he can do this. So don't tell me now tapping in and sitting in the box is hard for you. Brother, Haaland's making me this in the Premier League. Go and do it. That, that's the thing for me. Like, you know, obviously France won the World Cup in 2018 with Giroud not even having a shot on target. But the difference is their best players were not the striker, for example. It wasn't the striker. He wasn't the best player. Harry Kane is meant to be England's best player. If you have to say there's only one world-class player for England right now who's going to be in an all-star 11 or something like that, it would probably be Harry Kane that you would put forward, right? And for, for that reason, you need to be scoring goals. You don't have Mbappe out wide. You don't have it. The magic man Mbappe is not out wide or whatever Pogba is doing, Griezmann. These guys are accomplished at that level and were the better players than Giroud. If, if, if Kane was at a lower level than the rest of the team, then I'll be like, cool. But what's going to happen is there's going to be a game where maybe Kane doesn't get that, that, that pass, that final pass or whatever. And it's going to go through, let's see Senegal, for example. I hope Kane gets on the score sheet. But then it could just be a situation where it's like, hold on. Imagine if Kane don't score and England goes out. That's zero goals this tournament. This is the same thing that happened... In, in the Euros, zero goals in the group stages until he got it put on a plate versus Germany. Sterling had to carry and it was 1-0, 1-0, and I think it was a draw. We can't be relying on this, bro. We need Kane needs to score. It's knockout football. And I know, yeah, okay, he got the assist. It's nice, of course. But banking on your striker to just be an assist or whatever and your Harry Kane as the best player, the captain, I'm sorry, bro, knockout football. I, I need to know that you can score goals, bruv. That's, that's how I see it, man. So, basically, that that came from... I forgot the person there, but I'll type for sending the super chat. So, you're saying Foden in the 10. Who are you saying that word? Who's Cam. That? Cam. No, you answered it already, Fred. Cam, what are you saying? So, oh, Foden in okay. the 10 for you. Who's got, who goes out wide for you? For me, Saka and yeah. Grealish. I've said this numerous times. Saka, Saka. Grealish, Kane. That would be my that would be my team because again I still think today first half I do not think England probed well. Somebody said um, surely we should bring on Sterling and Saka when Rashford and Foden first half was a bit mid, and I was like, but that's not what's going to change the game. Like Rashford and, and Foden are going to pretty much do the same thing that Saka and Sterling are going to attempt to do. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And I just think Grealish is a different player to the rest of them. Dribbler gets on the ball, wants the ball. He'll be playing alongside a Foden, be playing alongside a Saka. That's how I see it. Do you get where I'm coming from? I think England need players that can probe, get on the ball, be brave. That's how I see it. England, they're going to do all this, no possession thing. And everyone was watching this. And in the first half and second half, everyone felt, mm, this is going to be a, nerve, a peak game against Senegal, blah, 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 blah. But this is what happens for England. England will score, win the game somehow through a Rashford free kick that Danny Ward should have saved. Foden, the, the floodgates open. Wales are a championship team. And then everyone ignores the performance. Everyone just says, oh, England won 3-0. That's it. Performance is the most important thing, bro. Performance. Is it tournament, though, bruv? Is it always at international tournament? Because sometimes ain't it just about getting there and getting out, bruv? And I feel Bro. like in, in the first half, you could say they were kind of languishing and struggling. But then in the second half, I feel like when he swapped Foden and Rashford and let them be more direct, 
England definitely improved going forward. So the performance did improve in the second half. And even you could say, yeah, when Grealish came on, it opened up a little bit more. Even when Wilson came on, it improved a little bit more. But I don't know. I, I feel like in international yeah. football, it doesn't always have to be about performance. I understand that. But 2018, lost to Belgium twice, went to penalties versus Colombia, got mm-hmm. schooled by Croatia. Performances in all of them games, poor. 2020, yeah, um, got to the final versus Italy. Poor performance in the final. Lost. It eventually lost on penalty. Yeah, you could have won it on penalties, but eventually you still lost. England do not play well in these games, bro. Overall, the actual performances are not great. That is my issue. You need to perform. That's why England coming into this tournament had such poor, poor results. Performance levels were poor. And I'm just saying, I, we need players on the pitch that are going to care about combining an actual performance. Then we can see from there. That's just how I see it. I just think we just say, put the shooters on. Eventually, we're going to score. If England played Spain how we played today, oh! If we played Spain with Pedri, Gabi, and On the weekend, when we had this conversation, what we were trying to say was, it's all well and good doing this. But when it comes to big games where you're playing technical teams, international football and the level raises, you have to be of that level. And I guess ultimately what we're trying to decide now is what team gives you the balance? Because there's there's benefits, there's pros and cons to having all of these sorts of players on the pitch, right? It's about getting right, um, the balance. Um, someone just sent a super chat. It's Park, Park and De- Park Land Demon. Well, buddy. Rashford compliments Kane, Kane's game, a.k.a. Basically, trying to say it's that Harry Kane and Son, which I do understand. But again, when we're talking about this Harry Kane and Son thing, what do we always say about it? About Tottenham and Harry Kane and Son, our over dependency and that is not healthy. And when it goes bust, it goes bust. You're not seeing anything, so it's a fair point. But international level, you can't you can't be waiting for purple patches. You need it. You, look, Son's going home. You get me. So on that one, that's what it is. Someone's asking about the midfield. We've been talking about the four. So Ash I says, can you play Jude Rice pivot? with four at the back? I think Gareth Southgate, if England get through Senegal, I think it's come too soon, but if England get through Senegal, I think Gareth Southgate will play Phillips for the rest of the tournament. If if we if England get to play France, he's going to go Phillips and Declan Rice. If he's fit Bellingham, He moved Bellingham away today because I think he's already looking at it like, hmm, this Phillips and, I mean, this Bellingham and Rice thing, I'm not too sure. Let me bring in Henderson. Maybe he'll shore things up a little bit. I think in the next game, or potentially see how how fit Phillips is. But if if England get to France, he's going to go Phillips and and he's going to go Phillips and uh, Declan Rice, in my opinion. I can I can see that working. To be fair, I think Jude has maybe okay not been as consistent in all the games but I don't think he's really put a foot wrong I think the mistake today was probably maybe Henderson in that first half was probably frustrating a lot of the England fans but in that in that double pivot I think Jude and Rice for me I think they are the water carriers that England are looking for and I think both either one of them can kind of hold while the other kind of breaks and gets involved in the in the attacks if they want to so yeah I can see that can't lie though let's talk Senegal because that's not a, it's not an easy game. It's not oh, an yeah. easy game, man. You see, these African teams, African, African teams in the heat. So, man, it's not easy. Obviously, they don't have money. And coming into this tournament, a lot of the African teams are kind of written off because they've not all been in great form. But 
for them to get to their first knockout stage in 20 years without their main man. We're talking about players rising and whatnot, yeah, and KDB. And we're going to go into KDB Belgium because a lot of the stuff that's come out after recorded is hilarious. Players getting his punch <laughs> and that. But for them to do this without their star man in a somewhat tough group and now be against England in a game where they probably think, you know what, if we play our game, we can have something. This is going to be an interesting game. I don't think England can take it lightly at all. You don't take international football lightly anyway, but this will be a tough game. Like, you know how people say PMP, PMP, all of this, all of that. Away from PMP, this Senegal team are very direct when they want to be. And like, you've seen it where they get goals. Bro, they played Holland in the first game of the World Cup. And even though the scoreline said 2-0, bruv, if you watch the game, Senegal could have easily walked away out of that game 2-0. Like, Klaassen came on last minute to kind of finish it off and Gakpo. But this Senegal team, in my opinion, are not to be slept on. And I think today was an example of where you kind of think, can they, in a must-win game, really turn around? And Ecuador, they ain't no slouch as well. We drew against them in the very next game as well. So... The, the way they went and Koulibaly rose today, I think first World Cup as well, first World Cup goal for him as well. So massive. I think they've got momentum on their side. First goal. I think it's his first goal. I think it's his first goal. Senegal. What better place to help the country qualify? I don't what know. Are you ready to do <laughs> with the armband as well, brother? In your house, don't let nobody. <laughs> I never. T- Fair play to him. Hey. Fair play to him. That's a big, big moment. And Senegal have been on the rise. Ali Ucise, we've given him so much credit on the show during the AFCON where, with what he's done with Senegal there. But I think now to come and do it at the world stage, listen, England are 100% ain't going to be easy. If England think that they're going to come and walk over like Iran or Wales, this is for sure going to be harder than USA. And if we struggled against them and struggled to get our result, trust me, I, I think England and Holland, you look at them, it's, they're not far off performance. They're not too dissimilar, are they? They're not, they're not too, too dissimilar. dissimilar. You look at them, there's talented players within that that are not being utilised properly. They're both playing kind of this quasi-negative football. It's it's weird. It's weird. The, the only thing I'll say with Senegal is that the conceding thing is, it, it, it does concern me a little bit. I mean, they've scored five goals this tournament, which is dope, but they've conceded four as well. So, like, they can be good at, like and obviously England but listen man if there's one African team that you don't want to play boy listen I can't lie it could be a sticky one still because obviously after this game England probably going to shoot up with France potentially you must get a Ghana like that now I can't lie Ghana played some good football still (laughs) Ghana played (laughs) 30 passes for the goal yeah If that was Argentina now, they would have been clapping. They would have been hanging out with Because it's Ghana. They don't want to give praise. But no, Senegal are a good team. Senegal are a good team. Should we go to this Belgium stuff? I don't mind. Let's go. Let us know, man. Like, shares in the comment. Remember, Manscaped, 20% off. STTV, you know what to do. Send the super chats in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go into this Belgium stuff, right? Because we came and we said KDB has to rise. And he does. 
because if he doesn't, they go home. But now his own teammates are switching up on him and saying, we're not too old. There's rumours of, of, of infighting. Hazard saying, I didn't fight anyone because they're, they're bigger than me. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. And I can't remember who tweeted it. I think a few public people said it. But it reminds of, you know, when France imploded at the tournament. Yep. And you remember, you remember, you remember when Mbappe was being treated like the villain? And being yep. told, hey, man, he's getting too much of an ego and he's got too yep. much of a dip on his chip. I feel like this is now happening with Kevin De Bruyne. Jan Vertonghen coming out the other day saying, listen, we're, maybe, maybe we're too old to attack. Apparently him and Coutoir ain't spoken in eight years for... What's that? You get him or you lose him, bro? <laughs> Hey yo! Hey, Hey, no. So I just feel like, and KDB, I feel like is at a point where, on a club career-wise, he's still producing at that top level. We've turned up to this tournament, and as we said, Lukaku's turned up half fit, fallen out at Chelsea. Let's be honest, he's gone to Inter Milan, and it ain't going exactly how it should. Hazard has been a steady decline. He's rocked up at this tournament like the best player in our team who. Outside of me is basically Coutoir, who's a goalkeeper who I don't talk to. I've got Hazard, who's on one foot. All the Varad and Vertonghen who are on their last legs, Lukaku. So in his mind, I'm imagining he's looking at these men and thinking, I don't rate this man. We're finished. But however, they're still looking at it with national pride. We're at a World Cup. You can't drop your mind that easy. And that's actually the right mentality to adopt. I, I do think KDB has been a little bit mad in coming out with that statement before you've even played the second game in the group. It's not like it's the last game. It's not like you've exited the tournament. The second game in the group, of course you're going to create fractions. So now I'm not surprised by that, brother. And I'm on, for once, against KDB in this situation, to be fair, because mm. do your talking on the pitch. That talking off the pitch, nah, that, that not washing. Especially when you're on top of that, you're not performing out there. That's sad. If he was out there in the first two games looking like Superman trying to pull it out, I respect it. But the fact that you were one of the smelliest guys and a little man of the match award, you know what, what he said. Mm. But, nah, that's I'll not going to I'll type Miles because Miles has done us a solid here and he's, he's put the quote in which, from Couture which says, it's not an age issue. At Madrid, we have Benzema and Modric. It's too easy to make that excuse. And this is a perfect segue. Hold tight, Ash, because Ash is coming clutch with the Super Chats. Ash says, can KDB be a great after what Tibor did to him? Listen, man, I don't like getting into personal issues. But this ain't Shane Burrow, man. This ain't Shane Burrow. Bridge was a fantastic left... He was a fantastic left-back. And then it all went south. He could have been a world-beater. Yeah. But you see what happens like that happen? <laughs> Your career... You, you, <laughs> you... <laughs> hey, nah, nah, nah. This ain't Shea Burrow, man. This ain't Shea Burrow. We leave that. We leave that to them, man. But I mean, look, when you come out with a comment like that, that looks like a broken dressing room. Because even even if that that talk about their fight isn't true, it, it there's no smoke about fire, bro. There's no smoke about fire. So the fact that, that that came out and the fact that before a game against Croatia for your qualification that's coming up, you're having to deny fight allegations. Your other leader is now saying, "Hey, there's no excuses." The other leader is then saying, nah, maybe the attack are too old. It, it's a camp in pure disarray that don't want to see each other again. I think they are all sick of each other. I think they are sick of each other's failures. I think every time they walk away from a tournament and have someone else to blame, you know, like I remember, I think Lukaku missed some 
big chances in the last time they went out in the Euro 20, they were probably looking at him like, bro, it's you. 2018, they probably had someone else to blame. You know what I mean? It's just like, I think they're just sick. Losing to Wales in 2016, these are still a lot of the same players. They are sick of each other. Whereas when you look at Croatia, Croatia look like we're here for the ride. This is this is our golden gen in a way. You know what I mean? What was that Donny's name that used to play for Croatia? Through like you're you you know you know um, the striker, the striker. You've got Olic. No, no, no. Before that, before that, the, the other one. Yankovic. Suke. Suke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> since that era, since that era, this is this is um, Croatia's best team. And they look like they actually enjoy playing with each other. They know it's the last ride. Modric knows it's the last ride. Uh, Kovacic, with, with Kovacic and all these men. Rakitic has already left. But they know it's the last ride. They look like they enjoy it. Whereas these guys just look like they're like failure after failure after failure. Because golden generation, when you hear that tag, bro, it's a bad tag, bro. It's a bad tag. You know Portugal got that tag as well. And what did they do? Lost against Greece in the final <laughs> in their home when you get this tag, it had Deco, they had Figo, they had Chris, young Cristiano. It was lit. Ricosta. Any team that has been called golden generation has flopped. It's always the ones where it's like, yeah, we have a top team, but we've had top teams in the past. This ain't our golden generation. We're just a lit nation like Brazil. But these nations that get called the golden generation, only Spain, only Spain cashed in on their golden generation. And they so. cashed in out yeah i guess so i guess so but yeah i think they're just sick of each other and kdb i think just finally just exposed it to the world like hey i'm done here and this you is know. a great comment from gabriel um, from gabriel I don't, if you're foreign and probably gabriel who knows but gabriel says um <laughs> belgium remind me of old netherlands Fuad, you can speak on that bro 100%. them man not rate each other they didn't like each other I heard Van Persie, Robin, and Schneider hated Dirk quite. Even, even before that, Van Nistelrooy, Mackay, Seydorf, like all these guys used to fall out pre-tournament. But that was the difference, I would say, with Holland, is the fallouts would happen pre-tournament. Once the tournament begins, it, the squad would somehow mesh and actually perform. And it, normally, I would say, I think out of the last eight World Cups, we've been to five semifinals. So we do some way somehow pull out results. But with this Belgium team, it's almost like, I think, well, you hit the nail on the head. They're sick of each other's failures. They're sick of seeing each other. And every time, it's someone that's not picking up the slack. And at this point, it's, as you said, fractured. It's like the golden generation uh, under Capello, in my eyes, when they were meant to go to that South Korea and kind of go on that final run. And it was just, you just knew against Germany, it all just kind of imploded there. And it, that was it. This is it for Belgium, in my opinion. Do you think, um, yeah, that, that, that's a good point. Do, but do you think, was Martinez in charge in 2016? Uh, I believe that might have been Wilmot's last mm. tournament, you know. Wilmot's. Mark Wilmot's, I think he resigned after that one because yeah, that was so embarrassing. It was really bad. Uh, let me see. Okay. Was it Wilmot's? Because if it was Wilmot's... Even Wilmot's, actually. Let me see. Because if it was Martinez, then that's crazy. Then, yeah, he shouldn't have been in charge for that long. That's, that's wild. <laughs> if it's Martinez... <laughs> He took over in 2016, it says. Uh, oh, so yeah, he took over after. Yeah. Then after. Yeah. Fair, enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, I think they just need to move different direction. After this tournament, let's not be surprised to see Toby's retired, Batongan's retired, Eden Hazard's retired. Even KDB, he might do a Messi and just retire. Robert Roberto Martinez will leave. After this tournament, whew, it's going to implode. It's yeah. going to explode in Belgium. They've got to make sure that they can, you know, 
make it last for a bit longer because if they're to go out in I think that game's tomorrow actually, that'd be that'd be very mad. Um someone Najib football circled back to the Kudabali stuff, says I remember when certain people said Kudabali's overrated and washed, colossal performance of a goal. We will remain steadfast until the very end. This guy's definitely African. You know when you use the term steadfast, them prayer terms there. We will remain steadfast. Now I hear it. Ultimately, we always say, yeah, when it comes to big moments, yeah, big players rise, big players rise. And he did that. Like for the, the issue with Kulabali at the moment is he's coming to Chelsea and it's like you're trying to when you play in a league like Italy for so long, the intensity of the Premier League where the half a yard can catch you out is constantly catching him out. It doesn't mean that he's not he's he's bad, it doesn't mean that he's us, but it's a very difficult game to acclimatize to, man. You can't hug the defender. When you got the red card against Sky, remember who it was. Man, trying to hug the defender. You can't do that here, bro. This ain't, yeah. you know, you can't pay the refs off. Definitely. Um, <laughs> um, we've got one from Aiden that says Belgium have always been mid. The only reason they've put on been put on a pedestal is because they had a genius in Aiden Hazard who carried them. I've got a question actually. Did they have a golden generation or was he just so sub so, 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 so sick that it was like, oh my gosh, it's it's that? Because don't get me wrong, they've always had high profile players. But in terms of a golden generation, was it that, or was it that they had one basically? Because when the conversation was had before, Hazard was supposed to reach that Neymar and those guys' levels. Is it because they had that one talent? It was like this is our generation. For me, well, you got you. Yeah, for me, I've always said that I don't think that was a golden generation. I think it was just a bunch of prem players, and then they got the tag. Now, Fira made a good point in the last stoppage time. I think he said, "Well, that's a good." generation for them in it that's their best generation so i guess mm. if it's, you can say it's their best generation i guess but golden generation i don't just think of it as golden generation for your nation because we can say that about we can say that about iran right now or something that's the golden everyone's got a golden generation then i'm i'm comparing it to everyone else in world football and i've never thought they were that lit there lukaku's calm fellaini's calm dembele you're you're calm you're, you're not world level um to, Vertonghen, Toby, you're all calm players. Yes, you had Hazard, you had KDB, but I think it was a bit overrated because they all play in the Premier. We see them week in, week out. You're, I, none of the players were world level like that, other than yeah. KDB, Hazard. Sure. I think KDB, Hazard, I think Lukaku at times. I think during that maybe 2015 to 2018 period, all the the spine of that squad was playing at a high level. I would say even at Premier League week in, week out. So I think the expectation was, all right, this is a nice group of players. They're playing in a big profile league. They surely should be able to come together and put together something. And the fact that I think what Cam said there is previously where I said, I think the golden generation for me is defined by when a country's had its best crop of players, but is also able to kind of compete for silverware or they believe they can genuinely compete for silverware i think this belgium team should have been able to compete for silverware in the past mm. three or four tournaments but the problem is they've always faltered and that's for me where i'm like uh -uh, this is where you now become a failed generation type of thing mm. same with the england we crown it golden generation but it's a failed generation at the end yeah, of the, the thing day. is england was a failed golden generation i see belgium as just a just didn't do their thing. But I see England as a fail because England genuinely had world-class players and they failed. And I think England could, on paper, match up with most other countries. I've never thought Belgium on paper are matching up with these other nations. I just haven't thought that. I thought no. England could have, but England flopped and their golden generation is overrated for one or two ever reasons. Before we go further on this, the world's just, just a quick one, because it's an interesting bit. 
with what you're going into, Fred, what actually defines like, like not like a, a country's golden generation, but a worldwide gener- golden generation? Like, is it an X amount of world class players? Like, what actually defines it? Because some people might say Brazil, early two thousands. Some people might say the England failed one. There's a France one you can frame. What is actually a golden generation? Well, this is the thing. It's uh, why, why, okay. No, come through it. You go first. No, no, I was going to say, because for me, it's when a country has its best crop that can compete for silverware, in my opinion. If a country produces enough quality players, and I felt like Belgium had seven or eight stars who you could say would play for most of the top teams around the world. So for me, in my world? opinion, class... World or just... Or, or Lukaku, Lukaku, how many teams did he... How many top teams did he move around to? De Bruyne, Hazard, <laughs> the top... Listen, you can say they were mid, but they were getting the moves. And at that time, they were playing at the levels where they were commanding those speeds, bro. Like, all the virals was getting linked with every top club when he was at Spurs for years. We just decided to hang on to him. We can't act like these guys were absolutely mid just because now, in hindsight, they didn't deliver. At that time, they were a decent side. And in my opinion, I think after 2014, when Germany won the World Cup, till France came through in 2018, there was like a, a washed period in international football where no one was really the dominant team, in my opinion. Can anyone remember who the dominant team was between 2014 and 2018? Because I don't. Know. Because Portugal won the Euros. It was, probably, it was still probably like... And that, for me, was the, the period where I felt like Belgium had the kind of best crop of players and they were at their peak. Take advantage of that. That's where I'm saying they failed and kind of messed that up. But the opportunities were there and they had the ability to be one of the top teams. Let's not forget this is a team that, in the FIFA rankings, they've been one of the yeah. past... Six, seven yeah. years, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marino, like, they're eating off San Marino and then school teachers, <laughs> lawyers, electricians. Yo, that, that, that's Neighbors, But up until 2018, until France came through and was a certain team, and then that's when England started to get a bit better. Italy all of a sudden rose in the Euros and all these other teams, Brazil and Argentina came out of nowhere over the next two or three years. But till 2018, Belgium for me were there could have taken it and turned it into an actual golden generation. 2016 Euros and 2018 World Cup. Yeah, I hear it. Look, I'm not saying they were never a good team. They were definitely a good team. But when I, I'm just saying golden generation, as I said, of course, is defined by, I guess, your team's name, um, what your team have done in the past and stuff. So I understand why they're golden generation. But you look at Brazil now, for example, I'm not going to call this a golden generation all of a sudden. Like, they've had multiple golden generations they've had the history behind it do you get i'm coming from england i understand the golden generation here because england have spent so many ta- years failing blah, blah blah but i just don't see it as a golden generation in comparison to every other nation that's what that's just my thing you gotta come from that's spain, that's i understand because spain were historically they were in that portugal holland and england bracket whereas like can you guys do something? You've actually always had decent players. You had Raul, Hierro, all these guys, and you never really done anything. And then this generation came, and it's like, wow, okay, we can put a head, we can bank on these guys. I just don't think, but I just don't think in comparison to all the everything, they were that good. That's just that's just what I think. Like I know you're saying Toby, who was good at the time, but Tongan, who I've always thought was underrated, but it's like. Yeah, I don't think these men are walking into all these top clubs. When you look at England's one, which was a failed generation, and even oh, so, England had France were lit, Portugal were lit, Italy were lit, all these teams were still lit. But England had John Terry walks into most teams, Rio 
walks into most teams. Ashley Cole, mm. Lampard, Gerrard, David Beckham, Wayne Rooney. That's at least seven. Okay, Gary His, Neville, Paul I, Robinson, um, Joe Cole, and Mike Lowen. Maybe they wouldn't have got into any teams at that point. But those names, I just named, I just named you seven mad players, bro. Belgium, Witzel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. 2016, he gets into most European sides. Lukaku, company. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do that. You're going to do Witzel revisionism. Witzel was quality at one point, bruv. Let's not do this. You don't want to wash up Witzel and try and judge him off now. No, Witzel at one point was a serious centre mid. Let's not oh. do this. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. We want to do this revisionism that Belgium were this mid-team and they should have never got to the levels they got to. Cool. FIFA. Cool. You FIFA I guess, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You play too much FM. That's why you rate Witsu. You play too much FM. I've talked to you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not do this. Because here this year, if we're saying, oh, they were mid, they shouldn't have been all that, why do we put that pressure on them to say, all right, deliver us, deliver the Super Bowl? Technically, they're not going to Relax. Chill out. You're just, you're just there Media for the ride. Hype. Media hype, they you know what happened because they were all Premier League players, they end up getting that English media hype. English media pushed them just like how English media pushed every England nation. They start pushing these guys, these guys, they're lit, they were average, man. But it's calm, man. Let's move on from Belgium, man. Let's move uh, on. Let's, we have different, we have different de um, definitions for golden generation, um, obviously, because we have a Holland representative and they were one of your dark horses, right? I believe so. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me. Gakpo, three goals, left foot, right foot, header. <laughs> Kansas warming up his hand. What are you saying? Future nine. <laughs> like, listen, I can't lie to you. Is, listen, this is what you do at the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? If you want to announce yourself to the world stage, I think PSV, he's been linked with big moves for the past 18 months, you could say. And I've, I was one of those thinking, can he make the grade? Will he step into the first team, into the national team? Or will he kind of be an impact guy off the bench? First game when I saw he was going to be basically what the pie was to us last summer. These are big shoes to fill. He filled them comfortably first game. Second game, I said, all right. And do you know what the mad thing is? Yeah, I don't know if you've like, been watching on commentary. Ali McCoist has been a top-tier hater. He's always like... I ain't sold on this Gakpo guy, you know. I know he's got a right foot, left foot heading. He can finish, he can cross, but I still ain't sold. I'm like, bro, what more do you want from him? Like, literally. So for me, I've, I've actually been very much sold on him throughout this tournament. I thought at PSV, maybe the level there, you can't really judge it too well. I think a couple of Europa League games I watched, I wasn't blown away. But this is what you call a fucking show out at the tournament. You know what I mean? And at the moment, it's sitting there with the top scorers or whatever. I think Cam's excited because obviously you could see a potential nine in him. But, bruv, this guy can play any role, I feel like. He's got a deadly whip on him. I can't even lie to you. Which is why I think don't move him completely away from the wide role. But he's got all the tools to play in the 10. And, uh, not the 10 per se. Let me say nine and left wing. Don't joke with that one. Let's keep it nine don't and left wing. Don't joke with that one. Because I know first thing we try to force him in the 10. And even me, I was like... Uh, getting out like Chavi Simmons in there, man. So let me not, no, 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 let me not over, over gas that. But for sure, a show out tournament. And listen, we always say every tournament you get players who show out and put themselves on that pedestal. The price of that brick just went up, bro. 25. I'm gonna say, what where, with your dark horse shot, how far do you think you can go? Uh huh. <laughs> 
performance-wise, I'll be real with you, I've not been impressed with us at all. I think the mm. midfield, the midfield choices Van Gaal has made, I've not been very impressed with. Class and force in his way. The runes starting today. Um, Bergwies hasn't really lit it up before. I don't know what the best combination is at the moment. The pie has been barely fit, so we haven't been able to see him. And out wide, I've still got Daily Blind on one side, who has a decent end product, but doesn't have the engine, I feel like, where we can be a threat on the left side as much as the right side. So, I don't know. I've said next round, we've got USA, so it's a favourable draw. We should win that on paper. But I've seen worse things happen, do you know what I mean? I've seen us go out to worse teams. So, in my eyes, I'm looking at quarterfinals, and then we'll go from there. Uh, That's my expectation, quarterfinals. We're talking about players. Go on, Kevin. Says it. No, I mean, I got two things. First of all, I ain't gonna let this one go. He thought he got away from me. Somebody in the comments, just quick back to that Belgian thing. They said you man forgot Mertens and Insigne. Yeah, okay. Insigne played for Belgium. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one slide, bro. <laughs> Hey, that's Italy, bro. Italy, come on, man. Anyway, and do you know what? Yeah, with Gapo, right? I just think he's got the tools to play up front. I think he's got the tools to be a good striker. Do you know what I mean? He's got good shots. He can shoot off both feet. He can head of the ball. He's got a presence. He's just going to have to need certain things that I think the manager is going to have to coach. Like, one thing is I feel like people ain't... People don't ever think about what coaching can do for a player. Do you know what I'm trying to say? They never think about that. Did people think Mo Salah was going to be what he was? Did people think, do you know what I mean? Like, you got you got to get around this person and coach them. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think he can get coached. And people, most of the most of the hate comes from Arsenal fans because he didn't score against them in both games. Okay, the first time they saw him, he didn't score in both games. He might not have had a great game. The guy's still young. <laughs> the guy's still young. He's not, re- he's not necessarily the proven and um, finished article but what has that do you have to be the finished article before you move to a, a a club with good aspirations and a good manager no you don't have to be the finished article do you know what I'm trying to say so he's a, for me is a good player people are saying oh he gives Rashford in early Rashford advice early Rashford was mashing goals was doing well he he ended up going through a poor period of of coaching and everyone's development ain't linear anyway was everyone does everyone have to develop the same way I can say some random guy reminds me of you can say anything like that. You know what I mean? You can say this person reminds me of this person. It doesn't matter. For me, he scored. He he looks like someone that can score across any league, in my opinion, just from his attributes. So I'm looking forward to it. Listen, remember what people are saying about, um, what's that Donny's name? Isaac. Isaac from Thingy. They were looking at his goal record. They were looking at his play. He came to the Prem. I know it's only three games. Scored two goals and looked class. He looked class. I was like, yo, hold on. You yeah. You guys, what's this, bro? <laughs> Y'all lied to me. You tricked me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't familiar with your game, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? So, listen, you never really know, man. I just think with good coaching, he can become a, de- a definitely a decent player, bro. Definitely. We're talking about players that, you know, have shown up and everything. There's one player that I've liked for, another, um, for a long time, and it's related to this whole Dutch vibe. Mohamed Kudus. Bear in mind, yeah, that Ghana have been in a bad way, like, even getting past Nigeria, I think that there wasn't much confidence in what they can do. He's got two goals, one assist at this tournament. He's been like pivotal. When he came off the first game, they ended up losing. This game, he bored out. They came off, he came off again and was like, oh my gosh, we might lose. Like, that is, this is when we talk about rising, this is what we call rising for your nation. And 
someone wrote here exactly backed his name a chat because in the interview he was like he said there's no difference between me and Neymar. He just has a bigger profile. Richard, nah, he, he withdrew that comment, so I can't give him the stick talk credit. I <laughs> lied. He didn't, he didn't live by the gun. If Neymar's my idol, you should have stuck with it, man. If you were a real one, you'd have um, stuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But hey. No, nah, nah, he's shown that as well. And um, it's a shame that Abubakar... Actually, Abubakar, he still might go through as well because he, I mean, he said, Salah, don't move me. And... You know, you got it cracking, man. Got it cracking. Mm. That dink, insane dink. They say that Africans haven't got panache and, you know, amazing dip. So there's been a lot of players that are doing their thing, you know. Like, it's been... um. What are your thoughts on tournament so far as well? Because obviously there's a lot that's going on socially and whatnot. But in terms of, like, the football the tournament, I can't lie. This World Cup, and let me know in the comments, has been a lot of fun. I can't lie. It's been a fun tournament. There's, like, double jeopardy everywhere. Like, I just think it's been like a lively tournament. I think it's only going to get more lively with these knockout games coming as well because some of the tyres are looking decent still. I think it's a, I think it's been a good tournament so far, bro. I think it's been a good tournament. We've had upsets. We've had star men rise. We've had rising potential players rise. We've had, uh, you know, we've had a few nil-nils, a bit too many nil-nils. I think we've had five or six nil-nils or something like that, which isn't ideal. But I think so far it's been a good tournament. I think it was like every fixture, every group apart from every group has some something they're playing for at the moment or something like that. Like a different team can go through or some something along those lines. We're getting set up for Serbia v Switzerland showdown, a Ghana versus Uruguay revenge tour. Woo! One other one. There was one other one where it's a um like a KDB versus um Modric. Like think, but we, we're getting some decent. Decent games at, at um, group stage. It's only the group stages. Do you know what I mean? And look, I just heard Lissandra Martinez isn't starting tomorrow. So good luck to Argentina because, listen, what happened when you didn't start him last time? Listen, I don't want Mandem's legacies going out the wrong way. I want to see them in the last 16. Do you know what I'm saying? So, Scaloni, you better get that one right because all of a sudden, the World Cup, there's one more There's a, There's one more surprise that's, that's lurking. I don't want it to be Argentina. Let me just say that. I don't want it to be you. So I think it's been a good tournament so far. And I think in the next round, that's when we're going to start seeing more of the of the like big players now start to take their ascendancy. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I'm looking forward to it, man. Bro, I agree wholeheartedly. I've, I even tweeted out like I think two days ago. For me personally, I think it's the best personally World Cup tournament since 2006. In terms of for me, I think... Like the Vuvuzela one, I didn't really rate. That was the worst Man said Africa hype. 2014 was actually decent. It was actually a good one. I thought 2018 was a bit hit and miss. There was some good. Fresh Island, I was in Croatia. That was lit. I think the whole, you know, with that one, yeah. Do you know what happened? The whole summer was lit. And everybody counts the whole summer as the World as Cup. The World, you know, Cup. Like, Yo, hey. the World Cup itself was not that lit. There were certain Drake, things. Drake was on form that summer as well. <laughs> Bro, the, there were bangers. There was I drip music. Everything was going on that summer. I'm telling you. <laughs> but no, nah, I think personally, I would say this is the best one. I think the entertainment, the goals, even some of the nil-nil draws, in my opinion, have been decent and tense games. I think a lot of games we've seen kind of where I think they've been 14 nil-nil half times. 
But then a lot of the times in the second half is a whole different story. Even today, the England game, we saw that, for example. And I think that's one thing that's constantly surprising is Brazil yesterday, Casemiro popping up, Portugal, Uruguay yesterday. So there have been so many games where you just don't know which way it's going to go. And listen, they've been favourites, been dumped on, and a lot of surprises as well. So for me, I'm I'm loving this tournament at the moment. And knockout stages, I feel like it's only going to get more interesting. Yeah, Bigger think- league- that was the one thing about this tournament as well. I think we touched on it in the preview episode. There's so many narratives and so many last tournaments that every elimination, there's there's almost like a dunking that's happening. It's, it's crazy. And because it's World Cup, it feels, feels mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I feel like... Um... I agree. I don't. I think this tournament has been good so far. I think 2018. I have a soft spot for 2018 because that's the first time I actually felt, hey, it might come home. You know what I mean? It might, it might, it might come home. So <laughs> it, 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 World Cup, innit? Yeah, that well, was World Cup. World Cup. Oh my gosh! World, World Cup. That was. I was out in Croatia. Wow. Listen, let me not even reminisce, bro. <laughs> it was crazy times, right? Nigeria were dead. Amazing. Um, the lit kit. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Messi dumped it on the floor. Yeah, Messi dunked it on us, but there was more Ro- Rojo dunked it on us, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look at um, 2010, for me, that was a poor tournament. A lot of nations were just not good. France got bounced out quick. I don't even remember if Italy were there. Germany's young core came through and did nice. England, that's one of the worst England teams I've ever seen. We started Matthew Upson in knockout round. Yeah, he did. Scary enough. We became a kung fu football FC, bruv. If you remember Itinga. that, man, we're playing with Eitinga. Come on, man! Like it was a poor tournament. Spain won the tournament, scoring six goals in the whole competition. If they one nil, one nil, one nil, one nil in the in the in the. It was mid. It was a mid tournament. Everyone remembers it for the Ruvizellas and the when I get older, I, I will be stronger. They call me free. <laughs> hey, remember when you said I used to rock that guy's cardigan? Yeah, I mean that's what we did. <laughs> overall, the tournament wasn't wasn't that good. So I agree. I think it's one of the best ones. 2014 was lit. No, I, I think 2014 was good. But one thing I want to mention: we're talking about players on um, um, rising and stuff. There's a player that we need to talk about um, because he has a lot of you know stock within stoppage time, and that's Bruno Fernandes. That is Bruno Fernandes. Like, listen, we are here to praise players when it's time to praise footballers. Highest stockholder. We need yeah. to discuss. I gave him my blessing this tournament. I, I, I never ever sold my Bruno stock. Check before a ball would kick this seed to this tournament. I said never. I'm getting that spidey sense. I'm getting a feeling for Bruno this tournament. They didn't want to believe in us. Chat, chat, the chat. They know. They know. They didn't want to believe in us. No, I hear it. Listen, the performances. What two goals, two assists, clutch performances. To chat ball, you know, we know about football, but Bruno Fernandes, two goals, two assists, pivotal performances, playing good football. Like the passes are looking like it's there. Talk to me, like, is this like, is this like the Pogba effect where a player goes to his national team and it's like the feeling is right? I'm restoring the feeling. Oh, what's going on here? Because this is like. This is at like the highest spec of what he can be. Mm. You know what? I think I think he looked at it, looked around. He said, hmm, Ronaldo, you're, I played with you at club level. You're kind of, you're kind of washed up now, you know, like, <laughs> I 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make my name. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna take control here, and I think that's what he's doing. Him and Bernardo Silva seem like they really understand. I feel like they really understand each other at the moment. It's looking like they understand each other, and both have decided they want to take control of this team. Ronaldo, with what we're saying about Kane, Ronaldo's just staying up there. You just stay up there. We'll do all the work. And that's what it's that's what it's looking like, bro. Bruno is rising. He's playing with a lot more responsibility. He's playing. And one thing I've got to give Ten Hag the credit for, bro, Bruno's not doing gung-ho football. Because even under Oli, I saw Bruno at Euro 2020. Oh, my goodness. It was stunk. It stunk like gym shorts, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? So... You look at him now, he's a lot more calm. He's a lot more collected with it. Do you know what I'm saying? But I felt like this season, first half of this season, his goal threat left. I feel like he's learning bit by bit. His goal threat left. But now he's looking like for Portugal, he's getting in the areas a bit more. And I'm hoping for the second half of Man United season, he's going to now be able to mesh the two. Do you know what I mean? Between goal threat and actually be an overall player. So I'm watching him right now. He ain't won me over, but he's definitely having a good tournament. And, I gave him my blessing, man. So it's I'm riding with him. What international football is a different it's a different game, man. So I'm I'm riding with him still. No, I, I agree with everything you said there, honestly. I think this season, especially, I think he's been a lot less chaotic. And I give Ten Hard credit for that. I feel like he's almost giving him this blank slate of listen, let's get back to basics, let's just rebuild from the ground up type of thing. But the one thing I've always given Bruno, and the reason why I've never I've always thought there's a player in there. I know he's 28 years old, but it's because of his mentality, bro. This guy, no matter how many times he messes up, no matter how many bad parts he gives away, I'm trying that move again. I'm What's going this guy's again. It's annoying, man. As a fan, you hate it. But as Lani, I like that mentality. I like that mentality. Seriously, what is it? What's that famous Dion Waiters quote? I'd rather put up. I'd rather go over 30. I'd rather go over 30. Yeah. Bro, I swear to you, that's one thing I've always loved about Bruno. And I've said maybe sometimes I feel like the spotlight at United is too big and he's a little bit too wasteful. So maybe at a club like Spurs, he would probably thrive a little bit more. <laughs> that's what you wanted to come back to. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I've long accepted he ain't never coming yet. <laughs> he's, he's, too, he's too big Charlie now. He's got the captain's heart manager. <laughs> But I've always said his mentality is what's going to keep him at the top of the game. People can write off his technical ability, his wastefulness, but managers will always appreciate this guy. The fact that every time he turns it over, he's willing to turn it around. And for me, I'm like, this tournament is a testament to that. If now in two big games where it's two decent oppositions, or Uruguay, hard to break down. Ghana, hard to break down. I bag mine. Where are you? Mm. So you doing this thing? I, uh, listen, uh, you know me. I love me some Bruno, man. Even with the wastefulness, so I'm happy to see this, man. The franchise. By the way, if you're locked in, make sure you go and check out FTBL Culture. There's an episode about Mbappe that came out today, right, boys? Mm-hmm. And come in. So make sure you go and like that. Make sure you hit the comments on that. There's a topic I want to discuss. It's not World Cup. This is Qatar from before I know, but we must, we must discuss this. Juventus. Mm. <laughs> we must discuss. Well, before we get to Juventus, you want to touch on Uruguay, bruv? Yeah, Uruguay, they're stinking Whoa. up. They're thinking it. You've got to run away and get away. Not today. You two. You yeah. two. 
They you they are they are taking the piss. They are taking the piss. Yeah, no, nah, bro, bro. You yeah. see me? I'm an honest guy. I yeah. come. Yeah. Man, yeah. we're trying to be runners. Man, we're trying to be runners. runners. <laughs> we still got that twenty minutes. No, nah, they are smelling. People talking about Argentina, man. Uruguay are smelling. It's mm-hmm. like there's a difference between being defensive and then just being. Like, I don't even know what they're doing. Like Nunes is hearing no voices. Suarez wow. looks like the Guardians have cursed him already. It's not even Friday yet. And then now to have this game, to have you know what? If they come through this game, I'll have to give it respect because this is one of them games, yeah, that bro, all you have to do is show the picture and the video of the Asimov Jean thing over and over and over again. You don't even have to, you don't even have to prepare tactics. That's what happened. So if they manage to overcome the, the whole nation of Ghana, fair play to them. But everything I've seen from that side so far has been absolute rubbish. The two people that we highlighted and said that could help them, Valverde and Bentico, them man have tried. Bentico got yellow card in what minute and he held his own. Them man have done their thing. Yeah, but but the progression of the ball from the team, ass. The the lack of, the lack of sniffing threat in front of goal, ass. The fact that they have to defend for the whole game, ass. Like, it's literally, the whole Copa America thing we said, it's like they're playing, like, group stage 4am Copa America fixtures at the World Cup. It's disgusting, man. Like, Mm. I don't expect anything anymore, man. This is what I said to you with the new coach as well. I remember thinking, yo, Uruguay tradition, even though they got all these attackers, I said, yo, I still think they're going to be hard to break down, ugly. Mm. And even with the new coach, you thought maybe he might bring up. Maybe, a, a bro, it's not worse. Bro, I said it. I was like, I don't know about this guy. You know, I ain't too sure. And first game when I saw how they just sat back and just said, you know what? We're not even going to go for it. I said, yeah, forget about it, man. Fede was the only one trying in that game. And the next game, it was like Benton Cole was the only one trying. Mm-hmm. Brother, you can't have that much talent in your team, I feel like. And I'm sorry, but Darwin Nunes on the global mm-hmm. stage... We saw you. Ain't no hiding, ain't no running. We will call up De Bruyne stinkers. We will call out Van Dyke stinkers. But we're going to ignore this 180 million guy here. This man was... Because they like the currency. So I keep it 80 to 100. So so they, you can pick whatever currency oh, you like. 80, yeah. It costs a lot. Oh, I thought you said 180. No, no, no. I was going to say, so, someone said Central C, yeah, and I was going to say something so wild, but the whole Qatar thing is, is yeah. Because <laughs> man can't be doing up, how can I be homophobic performances in Qatar? <laughs> like, he can't be, he can't be doing Against a 40-year-old Pepe. Did you, did you not see there was a picture of Pepe after the game? Bro, he looked 50. Yeah. 40. And I'm like, you're letting this man lock you up and you're meant to be Mr. I create chaos out of nothing. Chaos met real chaos in Pepe. That's don't don't I don't ever want to hear Darwin Nunes noise again, please. Yeah, but Pepe's, Pepe's established in this thing, man. Pepe's yeah. and, 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 and guess what? Okay, we leave Pepe. Guess what he tried to do in the second half? I saw him. He tried to move over to Ruben Diaz because I know man of don't rate Ruben Diaz. And he's trying to get more joy. Small fry. <laughs> you ain't on my level, <laughs> bro. Darwin, I'm sorry, you have been found out this tournament. The globe has seen it. There's no hiding. You can you can do your little. I'm a fall over at Fulham. Hey. Fred Fr- said, "You're Voices. finished. You're finished. You're hey, finished. You're on Darwin. You're on Darwin. Listen, the, you're on Darwin. I don't anymore. You're finished. 
I'm just going to Friday, 3 p.m. I will be there no matter what. I will be there no matter what. Uruguay, Ghana, I, I will be there no matter what. Let me tell you that. But quickly, you just touched on Diaz. He's actually been probably, for me, he's probably been, Akanji's been better this World Cup. He had a great game against Brazil. Um, against Brazil. Nathan Ake has been great. John Stones has been stonesy. As I said, Stones is showing people I'm one of the best in the world, mate. You know what I mean? Diaz, you're still, you got some way to go. Pepe came, took over. Yeah, I mean, he had to help my man. You know what I'm saying? He came and he took over the thing there. So you're conceding two against Ghana. He said, hey, listen, bring in Pepe, man. This is, this is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. Bring it, bring it, sick Pepe. man. You know that. I don't know what, where this. Do you know what the worst thing was? You you started hate. You started hating on Diaz to defend Van Dyke, and now you hate both. You're just a sick <laughs> man. I like <laughs> Van Dyke. Listen, Pepe was out there looking like you remember. You remember the um. You I oh, see. You man ain't Dragon Ball Z fans, man. You're not real Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> huh? hey. Last man, I said that's the bold guy, and you said yeah. No, it's, it's really remember, about. remember the saber men. Your Bro, this yeah? guy's in the DBZ trenches, man. I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm surface level. You say he's a saber man. Pepe, he looks like a saber man at the moment. But you guys, if you, real DBZ commissioner, man. Let oh him rest, my man. god, I right, I just fucking googled this. <laughs> yeah, you're taking a piss, man. <laughs> Yo, Listen. oh man. Um, flipping. Someone mentioned um Pulisic, and I mean fair play with. Is it three goal contributions in two games and like that? Scored a goal today. Nah, big him up though. Now nah, big him up. I mean, uh, to be fair, America went into this into the World Cup in stinking form. Mm. So them to you know get through to the next stage, they're hosting the World Cup. No credit where credit is due. In it, I don't think they thought they would get through. So hold tight there a minute. Um, what now, America, he's rising, man. He's okay. rising. Like he rose today. That's yeah. what you need, bro. That's what you need. So USA, let's be real, man. They played well this season, this tournament. I think okay, they played playoff P came um, came clutch. Mm. Yeah. So, we just make every game for him playoffs now. Like like bubble, like the bubble. Like no more regular season for him because that's the only time he comes alive. When there's double jeopardy, bro. So let's sure, who, they bro. who they got? They got France. Who they got? France. I think we have France. I, I don't know who they have, actually. No, no, they got they got Netherlands. Mm. Yeah, USA is Netherlands next round. You know, and you, you know them countries have some ties as well, isn't it? Like there's New Amsterdam and that in the States and that. Mm. New Amsterdam, hype blood. Get washed, man. Mm. America hype blood, yeah. Y'all gonna learn about this soccer today, bro? Watch. Mm. I know, I know. FTBL got a big, big American fan base as well. Y'all gonna hold this stick? Whoa. <laughs> Oz. No play. Listen, listen hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> pause brethren pause please oh, my God. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to, to, to touch on in terms of World Cup stuff yeah, let's get some questions from the um, yeah. some questions in we'll go through some questions we're also going for that please let's discuss you very man mm. but if they've been caught cheating again if Pop they've been caught cheating thought leaving United is going to get a better life <laughs> like we say pog back too. <laughs> Woo! We we getting back for free twice. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, we don't need no judge. 
we just, you know what I mean? We keep it, we keep it holy over here. You know what I'm saying? Religious, religious players over here, we keep it real. You know what I'm saying? We don't know none of that. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, bring me Vlahovic, Bremer, Kostic, and Di Maria. I'll take that. Yeah, that team. There's a there's a young shopping spree that can be done in that team. I can't lie. They gave us Kulusevski. They've given us Bentancur. They've given us Paratici. Former coach Conte there as well, brother. Were you very light? Did you take Chiesa? Who Chiesa? Yeah. Listen, I, I, that's too big for us. I'll be real with you. That that's not us. See, Vlahovic teams might look at him and be like, ah, ah. We'll be like, hey, come, 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 come. You, you, man, you, man the, you man take the McKinneys and stuff. Leave the big boys for the real one. Leave the big boys for the big clubs. You know what I mean? Vlahovic. Hey, 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 relax, relax, relax. You know, Chiesa, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You man stick to those types. You know what I'm all saying? I'm saying, though, is I'm not surprised by this, honestly. Juve have been involved in Fugazi's for over 20 years. Let's not forget 2006, please. And listen, a new board took over and everything, but if you look at a lot of Juve's transfer deals over the past five years, bruv, looking at the numbers, the Morata deals, the Arthur deal, the Pjanic deal, there were so many deals that you... We actually, on stoppage time, like, jokingly would say, hey, this is money laundering. Surely, surely, this is money yeah. laundering. No, these men are actually money laundering, bro. So there's something going on behind the scenes. I don't know officially what it is and what's come out, but I imagine it will be a lot to do with financial issues. Apparently, they didn't declare £216 million pounds loss. What is and that? They're, they're still playing full wages during COVID when, in fact, they said they would be taking wage cuts. So how that club is actually run makes no sense. I think they're one of the publicly traded clubs as well. It's an absolute mess they, over they were there, too bro. busy they were too busy not giving rights over to fifa and that got running with some random ass names and shit bro exclusive rights to into games and that yeah publicly trading themselves yeah all or nothing documentary you see we cost barcelona about doing levers and all of this you they have hoard and sold themselves basically for the past four years and try to call it rebranding and trying to reach a new audience and it's like nah brother you really and truly now the skeletons are coming out everything yeah, done yeah. in the dark as we say will come we'll to come light, to light. And hey, now, this, now it's just coming to fruition. What's that? What's that future song? What, the first did a sweep. Then when I get out of him, but let's see what questions have we got. Uh, so be asked about a golden boot or something like that. Mm. Do you think you know, Mbappe and Mbappe? What, hey. what, is, what is what is say? Killy Killy and Mbappe and Mbappe. Mbappe like. and Mbappe. <laughs> yeah, he's bugging, man. He's bugging. I saw somebody say something about a golden boot. Um, I can't even see it no more. People are asking about um, Musiola. We spoke about Musiola um, there we go. last episode. Go and check that out. There we go. P A. I don't know what my man's name is, bruv. P A eight G two two. Who's winning the golden boot? Mbappe, Rash, Gakpo, all on three. Hey, Mbappe, listen. We got we got um, two of them are going to be at Old Trafford. It's looking like. Takeover coming. Glazers are going out. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the theatre is waiting. You know what I'm saying? So we'll talk soon. But yeah, you guys, who do you think is going to win the Golden Boot? That doesn't answer the question. Oh, you're saying Isn't the is going to win it, but the other two are coming to OT. Uh, so I'm, I'm just looking at the two guys here, two United players pretty much. And Bappe, if you want to come join the party at OT. Oh, 
You know what I mean? Me and me and HP will welcome you, bruv. We'll, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> me and HP will pop down. Don't kill me. <laughs> Announce a video hype. <laughs> As I said, like, director of football, director of transfers, you know, <laughs> a coach. Um, I'd probably go towards Mbappe. To be fair, I think even if France don't get far, even if they get knocked out quarterfinals, I can see him the next two games lighting it up. Next three games, to be fair, he's still got till he gets to the quarters. So yeah, I can see Mbappe. To be fair, I don't know if really yeah. Mbappe. I don't know if Rashford's going to start. Um, with Gakpo, we said that Holland are not being playing the greatest. With the way France are, that team can facilitate Mbappe to do what he needs to do. And even if they don't, he'll do it by himself. So I think out of those three, you have to bank on Mbappe. <laughs> Imagine gold, golden boot at the World Cup for Mbappe. Mm, mm. Face. Mm. Telling you, you know mm. what? But the thing is, Mbappe is gonna. And people are saying he might not start tomorrow, and then, then what quarterfinals? It really just depends if he's gonna crash it on England. If England get there, by the way. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's going to be massive. But if, I, if they get there. If they get there too, exactly. So if everything yeah, goes to plan. But I'm going to say, I'm going to have to go with Mbappe as well, man. This is, he's looking like he really, he really wants it. And as we mentioned, guys, go and watch the video, FTBL Culture. We basically touch on most of this type of stuff. Everything, all Mbappe. So go and watch that video if you want to get more in depth about Mbappe. But all three of us say Mbappe, so... Definitely go and check that video out. <clears throat> on, on on that, because it, it it brings about a very, very sick conversation. We spoke about in maybe a couple of episodes about people on their last legs going out this tournament. This is the tournament for the new boys to announce themselves and everything. And of course, doing well in the World Cup helps your Ballon d'Or chances. If they if they did go back to back, if if they went back to back, or even if they didn't go back to back and he did secure the golden boot. Crown the king. Crown the king. That's all if I'm saying. If they went back to back. If, if they went back to back, or even if they don't go back to back, he gets golden boot and they and they do a good run. Like, is this where it's, it's the new order? Like, It's the new order already. No, no, but you know when it's officially rubber stamps, like, boom, there yeah. you go. The, yeah, you know yeah. No, bro, 100%. Another World Cup? That's a joke. That's Pele trajectory. That's You're moving like Pele now. It's your back to back. You're moving. You're literally moving like Pele. And I said it before. Like I said it in our in our episode, bro. You know when you remember in in basketball, there's there's Wilt Chamberlain. There's, he has records where it's like, let's do the record book after Wilt Chamberlain because that's just fake. That's not gonna happen. That was, <laughs> that was the same for Pele. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like with this World Cup stuff, when Mbappe comes and does back to back, you're you're stepping into scary scary territory for your trajectory. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So. It's already for me the Mbappe era. Messi, see you in the MLS next season. Ronaldo, see you in Saudi. Do you know what I mean? It's the new era, bro. So yeah, yeah. I mean go and check out the episode because you man were podding. I've seen the clips go up, they're flying. So make sure you go and check that out. It's on the FTBL page. If you look at FTBL, if you type in FTBL culture, you'll find that. I really like this question. This is quite a cool one. We can spend some time on this. Outside of the obvious names, whose legacy could most benefit? from a World Cup to their name. I don't want to go this whole Messi-Ronaldo thing. I just kind of want to go like, away from those two because that's all those fake. But in a way, my answer, the first thing that comes to my head is Kane. If Kane mm. got a World Cup, no talk about trophies because I've yeah, got a golden yeah. boot. I won it. You can't... <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have this... Tro- you don't have these trophies. These are the... These, these are the exclusives. <laughs> Bro, you took the words out of my mouth, literally. I was going to say Harry Kane. If we're not talking obvious, he is one where... 
if his first piece of silverware is gold for England as well, it's like England. you know, you know, England. Do you know how etched and how many times him lifting that trophy is going to be replayed? Don't talk to me, man. Bring that World Cup to the lane, bro. Spurs have won the World Cup. What? The lane hype. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's where the that's where the parade begins. Don't <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably have, I would have probably have said um Neymar. I would have probably have said Neymar, but I'm not gonna lie, this injury has ruined it, bro. Like this tournament should have been Neymar's two it should have been Neymar's R9 2002, where R9 went through a tough period, he was out for years. 98 people are looking at him like seizure hype. Did you really have a seizure? What was the situation there? Do you know what I mean? No one really knew there was all these rumors, blah blah blah. R9 said, Yeah. I'm going to give you, man, what was it, six or seven goals in, in the tournament and scored two in the final. Thank you very much. Give me my Ballon d'Or too, even though I've only played like six games this season. See you later. Do you know what I'm trying to say? This should have been Neymar's one, but boy, look what we went and had. Our ankle burst. And then if he's going to come, what? how many goals is he going to score this tournament? The most we're probably going to get out of Neymar this tournament now, most. It's probably four, most. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, And that's even if he comes back. That's even if he comes back in, in in fit. So that just completely ruined it. This tournament was meant to be, this is Neymar's one. And that's just ruined that moment for me, in my opinion. People are saying he's going to be back, but I've seen Neymar, man. The Neymar's not them guys that rush back from injuries, bro. Like, I, like he's going to do it because he has to. He has to play. But... Be careful, man. Be careful, bruv. Be careful. It's not as worth it, is it? Like, he's one of them guys when it's injury time that like, he needs to go and see his sister, go yeah. to some hot weather training, chill, then come back and integrate. He's not one of them, nah, I'm going to play through the pain. Like, it's the, mm. But, I mean, we, we, spoke, we, didn't, we didn't even touch on Miro, you know? We should have given Miro a bit more prop than we did. Yeah, we did it. Me and, you had, me and Lee has done Final Whistle yesterday and we gave him... We gave him some good one just just to let you guys know anyway. But I don't know who else. If it's not if it's not um Neymar, I don't want to say Mbappe again because he's already won a World Cup. It's kind of hard. Kane is a is is quite a good one. But do you know who else this will be? It might be a sleeper. This might be a sleeper one. But you see how Modric's name got lifted so much from wait wait no no it's not Modric. You see how Modric's name got lifted so much in 2018 when he won that when he got to the final. Yeah. I think someone like Sergio Busquets, without Xavi, without Iniesta, the senior statesman in this young team, if he goes and wins the World Cup, I think people are, are properly going to put him now in that seat with the Xavis. Right now, everyone has him a little bit below. We took Xavi, we took Iniesta, we took all these names. I think he's going to firmly go into that conversation with like, the goats like i think he's probably a top three dm i've ever seen but if he wins it with this new crop the only one the last one left no david via all these men are gone with his with his cv already we're talking goat we're talking one of the best ever that's the rich getting richer Nah, I'm not trying to see that. Forget that. This is this is some Tory speech you just gave right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bun Busquets, we ain't trying to see that. That man's had four times over. He's got two Euros and a World Cup already, and you want to give him a second? Get out of here, man, old man. 
we ain't trying to hear your Jeremy Corbyn ass Harry Kane story, underdog, underdog stories, mate. You know what I mean? We ain't trying to hear hey, Nigel Cammage. Right. <laughs> you had Kubani, you know. You had Kubani. Don't kill hilarious. Some people are saying Van Dyke, but we already said that that can't happen. That'll be bad for football. Van Dyke can't Van Dijk, win. Van Dyke needs to turn up to the tournament. That's that's what he can do first and foremost. Mm. The guy is insulated and protected, bro, by Timber in the last two games. And Nathan Aki, his performances are going underrated this tournament. Cams, I like that tweet that you put out because I was just about to say it as well. Bruv, this tournament, I think only group stages so far. <laughs> only group stages so far, but <laughs> he's been busy, and you know what I mean. And a fellow, a fellow dreader, so you know what I mean. I got, I got yeah. to. Like, <laughs> oh, this will be. I think this will be the last one. But in terms of the world stage, is KDB talking to Seth? The answer is clearly no. If we're talking about the world stage, I mean, both didn't win it, haven't won a Champions League, but Cesc had some big moments for Spain. Of course, he played with a golden generation or whatever, but he's had a big KDB. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, people told me it is. So KDB is definitely. Like KDB's in the same conversation on on the world stage. On the world stage, that's what the question was. What? So you're talking internationals only? Well, that's what I took it as because it's World Cup in it. Qatar from before, and that's different. Yeah, Qatar from before in it. KDB doesn't have anything going on. Is KDB talking to It was the one that played that ball to Iniesta for the fi- the goal in the final. I think he scored two winning penalties. I guess it's just penalties, but he scored two winning penalties. So I guess on the world stage, didn't, he, didn't he do a young F nine role when he needed to as well? Yeah, he, yeah. For them, like, he was he was forever present. Mm-hmm. Euro twenty twelve. That was yeah. Mm. So, like you got respect that man. Yeah, I don't think there's much else. We will be back. Last one, last one. Omar. Omar's question. He's got a question for Fibad. You mentioned young talents, but Mbappe or Santos Neymar? Mbappe, bruv. What kind of question is that? You think I'm impressed by some noodle-headed kid with an in an XL shirt? Please. <laughs> Get that full hawk out of here. <laughs> this guy hates this guy hates football, man. Ignore him. <laughs> Bro, Mbappe is the truth. You don't need to embrace it. Just because he has pace, you lot think he's not techie and you don't want to give it to these little footballistas and jugadors. <laughs> Come out here, bruv, man. You yeah. and your Xbox shirt, bruv. Look what he said, yeah. man. Hey, Khan Ting hey. said, did Cam find his... Hey, Khan Ting said, did Cam find his pile of check, Go check my last TikTok. <laughs> this guy's so shit. He's become a full on TikTok star now. Have you seen him? He's doing up the TikTok hype. <laughs> hey, listen, that's my song now. Neymar, you must give it to me. That's my song now. Hey, <laughs> this guy, man. This so hype. That's, that's my song. And that bombshell, listen, we're out, man. Remember, like, share, subscribe, STTV. You can get 20% off of Manscaped, so make sure you go and check that out. We will be back in the studio on the weekend. We will be discussing Ghana. We will be discussing Eurogate. We won't be discussing Costa Rica because they're out. What do you mean, will? Are you speed now? (laughs) Hey, hey, hey.
Oh, <laughs> man, that guy's too funny, man. But yeah, make sure you like, share, subscribe, retweet, everything. All you'll be out in the morning. Listen, man, check in all the games as well. We will be tweeting, so make sure you follow our Twitters. We will be, you know, covering all the games. So yeah, man, listen. Don't uh, let it be Argentina. That's all I'm saying. Lua rise. Messi rise. That's all I'm saying. Don't let it be you. Please.